0: Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is the community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate, and today. We have a little change up, change of pace. Megan is out on vacation and I'm excited to have a couple of guest hosts with me. I'm almost calling them a panel because you guys get a chance to share some of your local knowledge with us, but then you get a chance to interact with me and be a host. How does that sound? Nice. I have first with me Zoe. You are our specialty um, (laughs) social media person. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm great, how are you?
0: Introduce yourself, share a little bit about your background and where you've been over the last, I mean, I feel like we met almost a year ago, I feel like, and you have since graduated from college.
1: Yes, yeah, super exciting. So um, I just graduated um, this past spring from Shenandoah University yeah. with my bachelor's degree in entrepreneurship. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I've loved working at the Icon office so far. You know, I've been to the Loudon Mile. I've been to you know all of the local events that we've been a part of, and it's honestly so great to be part of such a fun team.
0: Yep, Zoe Ackerman, you are amazing. It's been <laughs> you've been you've increased our social media presence here. Excited to have you on our panel and conversation today. And also sitting next to Zoe is Mike Sprague. How are you? Good. good. You are one of our up-and-coming agents. We've talked about you on our episodes many times, and now we have you here in person, in the flesh. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. So give us a little bit about your background. Where have you been? How long have you been in town? What career paths have led you to where you are today?
2: Uh, try to keep it short, I guess. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Warren County, actually. Uh-huh. Um, my parents moved there when I was in second grade or something like that wanted to have like land and whatever. And my dad was fine with the commute back to Springfield where he was working. But yeah. so I grew up there most of my life and, um, I played soccer and stuff like just about everyone here at Icon. Yeah, <laughs> soccer, of course, <laughs> got the soccer connections. Uh, so I was constantly coming out to Winchester for games and friends and social stuff and whatever. And then when I got older and out of college, uh, I was working out here, but living in Winche- or front Royal. one day I just said, you know, I'm just driving home, driving back to sleep here. So why do I? live live here anymore so uh i got a place in stephen city fell in love with it and never turned back and um i've been either between stephen city or winchester since and Mm -hmm. um i worked in a handful of different things normally something kind of sales related but uh, besides soccer real estate was always my big passion and then the time came and I said you know what let's let's make this jump and yeah my wife is on board with it and we did it and couldn't be happier couldn't be happier and
0: there's there's a component of just a making a leap of faith a little ship concept there to be like okay am I gonna be able to pay the bills <laughs> make the money yeah
2: it, and get that done it, it's probably scary for just about anybody but I did it when we were pregnant with our first son yeah wow so um you know we bought our house we got married, a year later we got pregnant, and then I was like, hey, I'm gonna switch careers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I gotta make this thing work. Make it
0: work. Well, there's some diversity of backgrounds, but also commonalities. Zoe, I'm gonna ask you, just kind of share, what did you learn in school? I mean, when it came to the, the unique component of just the textbook and learning mm-hmm. things in a classroom versus real world experience, kind of what deg- what did the degree teach you and what have you learned since then?
1: Right. Well, um, I I took a lot of, you know, for my first two years, I took a lot of basic, you know, history, math, you know, just getting the general classes out of the way. Yeah. Um, and then toward the end is when the real fun started. So um, I was taking entrepreneurship classes. Mm-hmm. I was taking just general business classes. Um, and it really inspired a love in me to create something. Hmm. Um, and I think that what they taught me was how to create something. But in a in a smarter way you know in a more productive more efficient more effective way um and i think that that has honestly really transferred over into life in general not just business i mean um it increases you know my i guess my my awareness as to how everything's kind of a business
0: yeah yeah what do you th- i mean what's your long-term aspirations i mean you're here working with us but mm-hmm. you also are doing other things What's kind of the career path? What's your projection? Are you going to go open your own shop, your own business, do something down the road?
1: Well, um, yes, absolutely. I can say that for sure. Um, however, what it will be, I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. I, I love social media ever since I've gotten into it with you guys here at icon. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And it's a great outlet for me to stay creative. And that's definitely something I want to see continue throughout my entire career. Yeah. So I'm definitely now that I'm sort of on the social media train, I, I love it. And I think that it could really be a great direction for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. It's, it's interesting how like social media has just blown up and it's turned mm-hmm. into this like let me just share about my life kind of idea to now people like us and entrepreneurs and business people are like how can i utilize this to to grow a brand Mm -hmm. (laughs) to grow a business and so there's this i don't it's interesting to see where it's going to go over the next five years because i'm i think new social media brands are going to probably pop up to replace the other ones for sure you know I, i don't know mike you're we're kind of not quite the same age but do you remember like the youtube pre-youtube there was like myspace pre-facebook did you ever get into that world of like every as a kid
2: <laughs> every social media that's popped up i've always been like no i don't want anything to do with it yeah and then i don't know months year something like that goes by people tell me you gotta get it gotta get it yeah and eventually I'm like oh, okay fine um but yeah it's normally not been my thing but I do see the value in it. It is nice to connect with, like, I recently just connected with somebody I went to high school with. I haven't seen since yeah. high school. And how do we connect was on social media. We were like, hey, you know. But back in the day before, like, YouTube and stuff like that, you I guess, I don't know if it was before YouTube, but you were downloading random videos off of, like, LimeWire or something oh, sure. like that. And you were hoping it was what you you were looking for, but I used to download, like, soccer clips and and then right. YouTube. I was just highlight reels all day, and yeah.
0: It, it's, it's, so I mean, and then you get you get on the path of like how much information can you post, and it can just be like certain number of characters, and you get mm-hmm. Twitter and Snapchat and, and then Instagram and TikTok, and you go down the list, and I'm like, people are just fascinated with other people's lives. Yeah. And it's just like a, I think a a little window into somebody's world that either you present yourself a certain way and hope Mm -hmm. that's what people think of you as, or there's this persona that you can put on or it's real life. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: I think, I think a lot of it is really just portraying a life that you would like to see more of, um, in a way. And I think that it's also about, Um, like you were saying with the limited character count, it's like saying everything that you want to say, but with a purpose and saying everything that you want to say that will get out to the right audience and sort of just developing a life that you want and manifesting your way into that through social media.
0: Yeah. And so again, merging the worlds of personal world of like, hey, here's what I did on vacation or here's what my kids are up to or Mm -hmm. these kinds of things merging it with business that's kind of the conversation that I wanted to go down here for the next few minutes so think about the idea of marketing and how you're going to be an entrepreneur and how you're going to grow a brand and grow a business Um, there's a component of um, still keeping a relationship with people and not just blasting on a one-way street because social media can be a one-way street, but it also has the potential of being a little more interactive. Mm -hmm. So speak to this, Zoe, I'll come Mm -hmm. to you first. How do you intentionally make things more interactive so where it keeps the relationship component to it?
1: Right, Um, well, I think that something we've kind of discovered here as I've been working with you guys is that people definitely engage and respond more to just seeing faces and seeing seeing the real personal lives behind the people that run the business or mm. the people that work in the business. So I think that a lot of times with where we're at now, people forget that businesses have a presence behind them. They have a person mm-hmm. and, and who has a family and friends and, and their own life. And so I think that the key to keeping those relationships solid is just reminding everybody that life is not always all about business and that there's a fun personal aspect to your business too. Yeah. So for example, um, if you have any like fun facts about your business or anything like that, creating a post that um, could create engagement like a a story with a poll on it or something that people can just tap and they're like, oh, that's really something interesting that I didn't know. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And we've also found that basically the way that social media or Facebook specifically
1: mm-hmm. has
0: kind of like filtered things out, you know, yeah. so you, you've gone out and you've tried to say, oh, how many friends can I get? And it's been this race to get to 500 friends or a thousand friends or 20 friends or whatever you can do to so how many people are able to follow and watch you. Now the world is blown up to where it's not just your friends and other people can see what you post, but then also the friends who you want to see your post aren't seeing it. So it's this this weird um, algorithm is the word that's out there that's limiting what's happening. So what are some of the methods and tricks of the trade that get through those algorithms so it can be more relational, so it can be more Mm -hmm. personal? anything right. has, has that kind of stood out i mean what have you found either of you kind of mm-hmm. i've personally i think if you get people to comment on what you post yeah that's key for right? sure
1: mm-hmm. always yeah there's commenting um that you know is a great way to keep people engaged and then when when your followers see that other people are commenting um it sort of puts the page that commented it puts that content in front of their followers mm. so it's mm-hmm. kind of all about inadvertently Developing your audience through yeah. engaging with other people's posts.
0: Yeah. And that's what I've enjoyed about. And I'm Mike, I'm like, you I'm not a huge social media person, but I've found that it's a way to continue to maintain relationships with people. And I don't know if I've coined this phrase or not. I'm not even sure if I've read in books somewhere, but I've found the idea of relational marketing to be my niche, like a style of, okay, you can blast billboards or radio ads or TV commercials out there, but that's a one-way method of marketing yourself. And so our audience here, you know, you can, you can be an entrepreneur, you can be a salesperson, you could be marketing a business. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be real estate to take these principles. But if you're blasting out marketing in a one-way capacity, like social media has the potential to, you you're not getting the relationship component back. So I'm one who I would rather just go to lunch with somebody, hang out ha- and, and say, hey, here's what I do. Here's how I can help you out. Or maybe come meet me at my office and we'll share. It. And so there's a, a conversation, a relationship component that a billboard <laughs> or a one-way social media blast can't get you. So I'm. I, bent more towards the relational marketing so mike i know that you've grown your business and you took that leap of faith with your yeah. family so what has relational marketing done for you outside of even social media
2: well like i said it's reconnected me with friends of mine um last summer i sold um what it's like my best friend in high school but you know after school you kind of everyone goes their own ways he got married, I went to college, all these things. So <clears throat> we hadn't connected in a long time, something popped up. I reached out to him to see how he was doing. He was like, oh, I'm also thinking about selling my house. Like, really yeah. who's going to sell it for you? He goes, oh, I hope you will. I go, great. you know, Perfect. <laughs> but, uh, so I guess he'd seen me on, uh, social media, even though we hadn't been chatting hmm. regularly, like we, you know, would used to, but, um, but yeah, we successfully sold his house and then, um they bought a new house. They're thrilled. And then his sister-in-law is like, Hey, I need to sell my house. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um,
0: the, the referral component of yeah. a friend of a friend to their exactly, and they know you like you trust you.
2: Yeah. But it's just, you know, reaching out to somebody who used to be that my go-to guy every day anyways. But, mm-hmm. uh, one of my other friends, the one I just said that we just reconnected, um, kind of same, like you were just saying, like going out and getting something to eat. I said, Hey, you want to go get lunch? Something like that. So, uh, sure enough, that's what we did. It was great seeing him talking on stuff. And then we're like, Hey, let's do it again. So we actually just hung out again. Each time I've talked to him, he's like, how's real estate going? He's, he's kind of probing me about it. And I'm happy to talk about it. I love talking about it, but, uh, didn't really expect that. It's not the purpose of me visiting with him, but he's like, you know what? I've been really thinking about doing something with real estate. Like I, he's handy and he wants to maybe buy something that he can work on hmm. and rent out or something like that. So he's like, Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about doing that. I'm just not sure. I go, yeah, love to help you. So it's interesting how, you know, just chatting with your friends, how it organically comes up, whether yeah. it's me bringing it up or them bringing it up,
0: but it's still putting yourself out there though. Yeah, you, know, you can't hide in a box or hide
2: in a hole and
0: expect well, people to come to you.
2: So yeah. yeah. Anybody ask me what I'm doing. I mean, real estate's going to come in the conversation. I'm going to say, yeah, I was doing this with my kids, me and my wife went on vacation, blah, blah, real estate, real estate, real estate. It's going to pop up. See
0: so. th- Yeah. It's, it's, it can't be just all just let me go hang out and have a friend over and there's still the component of at
2: least explaining what you do well my wife says like you can't go 10 minutes without talking about real estate nice i'll try (laughs) (laughs) i find the same thing you know i'll be talking to somebody in the first
0: question in any kind of social setting if i don't know anybody hey where do you live you know and it just i don't i it just i can't help myself it just comes naturally yeah and then I'll be like, oh, I kind of ask that question all the time because I do real estate and I just, I'm so, so I'm sorry. I'll like apologize for it because (laughs) I feel like it's, it's an icebreaker, right? I mean, just people will talk about themselves and they'll talk about, yeah, where they live is a safe topic. And so it kind of is a natural way. Now, if we're out there selling, I don't know, appliances, what's, what what appliance do you have in your home? You know, I mean, you got to think that there's something that, you're, you're naturally bent towards yeah. is what you're going to bring up in your own conversation. Well, we do it and think about it
2: all day anyway, so it's it's going to find its way out somehow.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, it's funny, <laughs> I saw one of the social media posts that Icon made, and Zoe, you can maybe explain a little bit about it, but then we'll turn to Mike. So, it was a picture of Mike with a donut, <laughs> Um, that wasn't too long ago, I think maybe a couple months ago.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, that was the, what we kind of affectionately call the donut story, um, around the office. And basically, so, um, Mike had gone into a furniture store and he was looking, um, and then he actually ended up walking out with, I believe two new clients. Was it
2: three, three new clients? Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah
1: three new clients. Um, and I was like, Hey, this is great content. People need to know about this, how personable our agents are, how willing and ready they are to help out, you know, potential clients. And so, you know, and it, it ended up posted all
0: for a donut. So give yeah. us the background there. What, what was the story with the donut story?
2: It started with my home office. Um, it had my desk and then just storage stuff, basically. Uh-huh. And it was not a cool space to be in, but it's where I spend like, Almost all of my time um, out of our whole house, I'm in like the smallest room in the house all day, every day. So right. I was like, if I'm going to be here like literally seven days a week for like maybe ten hours or so at a time, I was like, I need to make this a little bit more enjoyable for me to be in this. not feel, you know, I got two, two windows in there, so it's not like a, a jail cell. But so I was like, you know, let's freshen this place up a little bit. Let's yeah. invest into this. So I decided I was going to love seat, mount a little TV, and you know, just make it nicer. So I go to a furniture store and mentioned that hey i'm looking for a love seat and because that's what's going to fit in here nicely and stuff like that and um the salesperson was great and she said you know what do you do for a living and i mentioned real estate and then next thing you know she's saying oh i'm working with an agent me and my husband are looking to buy something we're newer to town um but his approach to how he was helping them she was like yeah i don't like it at all Hmm. um she had very limited requirements like. She wanted a dishwasher in a house and uh <laughs> that was it yeah it's just give she, me she was, a dishwasher yeah, i'm good every house he should anywhere no dishwasher and she's like why do you keep showing me houses without a dishwasher <laughs> so um anyways she wasn't happy and she's like what if we started using you i was like well it's you know your choice if you want to do that but so the topic of real estate popped up there um but i had a great interaction with her great interaction with any other staff that was around um, while I was there and I ended up coming back a couple of days later to actually make the purchase because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. So I came back and, uh, sure enough, I just brought two dozen donuts. Cause I asked her how many people work with you. And she told me and I said, okay, two dozen is probably enough. So I put some business cards in the box, uh, boxes, brought them in. She, they didn't know I was coming with it. And I said, here you go, give us to everybody. And. They were like, you're the donut. Like while I was there, like picking yeah. out my actual love seat, they were like, Hey, are you the donut guy? <laughs> and I said, like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was just, I thought they were great. So I was like, Hey, what, what can I do for them? And so I just thought donuts and I said, Hey, you know, might as well throw some business cards in there while I'm at it. I figure most people are gonna be like, Oh, cool donut. and Just ignore the card. But sure enough, a couple of people actually were like, Hey, actually I'm looking to buy. And one person said they're looking to sell and you know, we sold her house shortly thereafter. So.
0: Yeah. three clients just like that kind of yeah. a furniture purchase yeah yeah i love it see that's that's not a new concept i mean i was in sales prior to even doing real estate where i would have to sell oil and grease and chemicals and things like that and mm-hmm. it was it was strange and the company who i worked for would train me to say you have to build relationships with people and these are people that just basically cold call sales Mm -hmm. just go knock on the doors and you've got to like build a relationship quickly so they would always suggest that we bring in donuts or bring in trinkets the kind of clients who i would uh market towards they would be hunters and fishers and you Mm -hmm. know outdoorsmen so we would always have these pocket knives or we would have like cool camo hats or whatever and i'll just bring them in and start you give away things just to break the ice and build relationships that way everyone likes free stuff everyone likes free <laughs> stuff right so there's there and you think of like I don't know, pharmaceutical reps that just give away lunches to their whole doctor's offices mm-hmm. that's a more hey work with me and, and i know that you're going to have the ability of buying what i'm selling i think mike what you did is just off the cuff just generosity and being nice and not expecting anything in return mm-hmm. it's just and, and furniture people, that's not a typical location of where a real estate agent is gonna go market themselves. Sure. <laughs> so, so it's kind of thinking outside of the box, and being creative with with that idea of hey, just a little bit of generosity, being nice, showing your face, and saying hey, I'm a, you know, I'm here to help you guys out, and not just look at you as
2: a source of income, but look at you as a person. Mm. And, yeah, in reality on a marketing standpoint for real estate, that's not a good place to go market yourself because people who are buying furniture are probably staying in their house yeah, or they just bought a house. It's, and yeah. so it's it's not only like the hot market but it was like you said it was just i thought i could do something nice it was morning time there's a donut place right across the street from them so i was mm-hmm. like i'll swing in i'll get some drop it off and it worked out well and i yeah so another thing is you talking about relationships with people too um that sparked these relationships i still communicate with two of those three people regularly uh to this day yeah it's what? the opposite so i
0: i had a uh, interaction with another agent in town who was explaining to me how the way that he was primarily getting business was let's just stand outside of Lowe's because people are at Lowe's <laughs> and Home Depot and they're, you know, they probably own a house and they're doing renovations and I'll just have my business card and I'll just give them out to them. Like mm-hmm. it was a, he had the right idea, but the relationship component is not there, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. using a, a method of um, trying to solicit business at a location where people might be you know, thinking about how their house, that, that could work. But the missing component for that agent was the relationship component. Just standing there, giving out a business card is not going to cut it. Sure. You know, you've right. got to like grow in your understanding of who the people are. And then
2: maybe they'll listen to what you're trying to sell. You know? Yeah. I mean, for me, someone hands me a business card, I'll glance at it and be like, oh, that's cool. But I'm, I'm likely throwing it away. Right. I mean, right. I do have a stack somewhere, but it's like people I know that are in business and I mm-hmm. want to like refer them out stuff. So I have that as reference. But other than that, it's like I don't want people's business cards. Right. Which I'll is, Google you if I need you.
0: <laughs> which is why the social media marketing component, again, to get out of the one way street is so important, showing kinda of a little of personal touch, not just out there saying, Sell, 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 here's a house that I'm trying to sell or here's a appliance that I'm trying to sell, you name it, whatever widget people are gonna to try to market themselves on social media. How do you get a personal interaction and a story and an understanding of who each other are in not just a one-way street capacity? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's vital, too.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't matter. You could be selling the greatest thing in the world. It could be like the new sliced bread. But... No one's going to listen to you unless you they they feel like they have a reason to. Yeah. So definitely building that personal connection first is key, whether it's in social media or even in just real life interactions.
0: Yeah, and and here for us at Icon Real Estate, I mean, each of our people I feel like have a niche and have an understanding of that kind of marketing and that strategy. And I know Mike, you've got that, and it fits the mold of being a personal real estate agent. Um, and and I think it's important to recognize that. Yeah, we are selling things, but we're also there to help people out. You know, it's more than just a transaction, more than just um, money in our pocket. But we're helping with people's lives. (laughs) They're entrusting into our hands. And that goes for a lot of different businesses, too, that if you think of the people for who they really are and walk with them through this life process, Mm -hmm. then at the end of it, they'll be like, that was amazing oh, you know what? I have a sister or I have a, a parent and I want them to have the same experience. Yeah, And that's the referral business that you're talking about, Mike, that you're yeah. getting, you know, so it just kind of a trickle down, not just one, one transaction out of, a, out of bringing donuts to a furniture store, but three, Yeah, you know, and so there's the referral business that um, people can lose sight of.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you do good work for somebody, I mean, they're going to be your big your biggest cheerleader i think yep so but like you said it's it's all about helping people i mean at the end of the day someone buying or selling a house that's probably the most expensive thing they're going to do mm. in, i don't know their lifetime for most people but yep. uh to trust someone to be the one to handle that for them is a big deal and um mm. it's a lot of stress on them and i feel like i'm pretty good under pressure for a lot of things yeah. so i'm i'm fine to take that on and I I really enjoy the opportunity to be able to help people in that that they trust me and um and it's not transactional and I hate the idea of it and I definitely see it right right, you know not to call out any agents but you know you you see it working in industry where some people it's like this is definitely transactional Mm -hmm. by them Mm -hmm. um but a lot of my clients turn into good friends and um I feel like an obligation not only just because i want to be as good as i can be but i feel like hey this is a friend of mine i really want to take care of them and do my best and make sure they get the best out of it yeah. And they enjoy that and then yeah they refer you out to their friends and family because you did good work for them
0: and loyalty is important you know yeah. and so then once you have that loyal client and getting their business and you maintain a relationship it could be years down the road and they'll still remember you and i yeah. think that's important too and and that's where social media comes into play too of just kind of constant reminders of hey here's who i am and here's what i'm doing and and here's what's going on in my world so then oh yeah that's right Mm -hmm. mike does do real estate i forgot about that you know and it works so well i i want to pose five iconic questions to you guys right now because you you guys have not been on the episode and so thanks for being here and we have a few more things to get to but um since you are here for the first time um, and you are a host but also a guest at the same time, I'll ask each of you these five questions. Okay, so first thing pops off the top of your head. Um, what's one of your favorite restaurants in town? Zoe, go first.
1: Um, Wow, this is a tough one, especially because the, the walking mall has so many great options. I would have to say where they have the huge pizza, like huge. True. Or... um probably El Centro because they have incredible Mexican food. And yeah. that's one of my favorite cu- yeah. cuisines. So. Yeah. Mike,
2: mm-hmm. those are good answers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of good options and it, I guess it depends on what's hitting me at the time, but one place that I don't know why I forget about occasionally it's, I mean, they're not conveniently located, but they're amazing. Every time I've had them is that Peruvian chicken. Oh yeah. They're great. You're right. I forget about them too. The sides, everything. I love it. Yeah. Yep. And the sauces. Yeah. All oh, sauces are
0: amazing. Sauces are great. Yep. Yep. All love right. That place. So Michael, come to you now. So, Zoe, you have two seconds to think about this. What
2: is something that you love about your neighborhood? Um, so, I'm at the end of the cul de sac, and m- just about everyone there. There's I don't know, eight houses, nine, ten houses. We've all become friendly, and I've only been there for two years. And um, we've all been pretty friendly and texting each other, and they're very helpful. So it's it's our small little piece of the world where we're all, like, in this together kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um, I have this really awesome snowblower, and when it snows, i got a neighbor across the street. He's got a – I have a more aggressive driveway than he does, so yeah. I really need the snowblower. <laughs> but uh, he's a little bit older guy, and I don't think he um, he's going to be out there shoveling too much. So, you know, I'll go over there and take care of his stuff when the snow comes. And Nice. You know, I did that uh, this last winter, and mm-hmm. inside – whatever I'm drying off. And he shows up with like, uh, cupcakes. He's like, Hey, thank you. Nice, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, everyone's friendly. Um, one neighbor has a pool. She's like, your kids need to come over and swim. We're like, yeah, it was awesome. Sweet. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Neighborhood is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you?
1: Um, it kind of has to do with Mike's answer. So, um, every time that I'm, you know, either driving home or driving out from home, I, and it's a nice day outside. I always see, people outside. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that I think a lot of people forget, especially in the age of social media is that getting outside and being active and being healthier is a really important aspect of not only developing yourself, but developing your relationships with everyone around you. And so, you know, there's a couple people that walk their dogs every single day. And when I'm outside, you know, I say, hi, we know each other by name and it's, it's really like a great neighborhood feel. So I think Mike and I kind of have a little similar experience on that we we'll see
2: Yeah. People. Seeing people outside. When yeah. I see kids on their bikes and they're like just dropped in the front yard at somebody's house. I'm like, that brings me back. Yeah. Cause that, that's <laughs> wow, a great place. To...
1: Feel local is how the...
2: It's got, a, yep. um, you've got the big box and stuff stuff. I mean, a lot of clients that yeah. I get now are transplants plants from DC that are coming out here. Cause right. they're like, Hey, you know, this is a short drive. I need to make it to the office. Um, you know, cause a lot of people are working from home and stuff now, but, um, uh, so you're close to that. You, if you want to get on the water, there's lakes, there's rivers, there's um, zip line. Not too far from here, you can skydive. I mean, you name it. Yep. Everything's within a, a short radius, and it's a nice little place. Um, I don't know. I think there's not very much to complain about. If it is, there's isolated incidents. See, we, yeah,
0: we're trying to. We're iconic talk. We're trying to spread our wings and have people listen outside of the state. So. People come, move into town. Winchester's yeah. a great place to live if you're listening to us. So, yeah. All right. Fourth question. Where do you meet or spend new time with friends, new friends in Winchester? Like, where is a good hangout spot where you're looking to meet people?
1: Um, Honestly, I think that depends on what your interests are and what interests you're looking to connect with other people on like for example if you're a very you know type a person you always go out first thing in the morning and you get your coffee maybe stop into hideaway cafe or any of the smaller coffee shops on the walking mall for example and i think you'll find a lot of like-minded people especially if you're there at like you know 8 a.m 7 a.m and um i think that that's a it's just a great way to be social, no matter where you go. Like so that's where you get getting your coffee. Oh, oh, always. <laughs> there you go. Uh huh. But yeah, just um, you know, being local, getting out there to you know um, a lot of live music events and restaurants. I yep. think there's a lot of ways that people yep. can connect.
0: Find Zoe at Hideaway Cafe. There you go. <laughs> All right, Mike. Where do you meet friends in Winchester? Yes. Yeah, be- so- besides your cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like meet new people or where would I take some? Or even hang out. Yeah. Where, where's a good spot to hang out?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, that friend I just reconnected with from high school, he lives in Strasburg and he's like, hey, let's go downtown. So it seems mm-hmm. like that's the place that yep. everyone wants to go to. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yep. It's not too far from my house, close to the office. It's convenient. So, Park, walk around. Yeah. And you normally go there without a plan. You go, I don't know. What do you want to do? And then you find it because there's plenty of options down there. So Yep. Nice. Love it. Fifth question.
0: You guys are doing great. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? like what is secret that people don't know about? Michael come to you first. I shouldn't go to me first. Ah, <laughs> yes. I knew this
2: question was coming uh-huh. and I was like, man, I don't know the answer to that. Um I don't know. There's probably a ton of them. i It was around for a while.
0: So, you know, is it uh park? Is there something that hang out there?
2: Like what Well, something what's I haven't explored, spot? but I've got a little bit of information recently where I saw somebody else on social media post that uh-huh. they were there and uh is, I think it's what is it, the Shenandoah Museum. Oh, Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'd, See, that's a good spot. Yeah. I've not been there myself, so I can't say it's a hidden gym yet, but I'm interested in it. So yeah. And that's it, where a lot of the paths are and yeah. they do have free days, so
0: that's a good it's a good spot to go. Check yeah. out. Yep. I think I want to check them out. You so. should. Zoe, what for about sure. you? What do you think is hidden around here?
1: Um it's also kind of a difficult question for me because I've also grown up um, in the Winchester area, uh-huh. but I think a lot of the farmer's markets around here are definitely pretty hidden gems. Because, you know, they get, um, you know, they have all these plants, they have amazing fruits and vegetables like the Shawnee Springs Farm Market out here on, um, I believe, Senseny Road. And I'm not sure that one's really that hidden. But then, of course, we have Richard's Fruit Market out Middle Road and stuff like that. Um, But I definitely think a lot of the local fresh produce is one of the things that makes Winchester really
0: great. Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there is a lot of farms around here Mm -hmm. and small little mom and pop kind of places that right. they come to these farmers markets
2: and sell stuff to so support the local businesses. I oh, love always. it. I think I just thought of something fire that away. might be a hidden gem that yeah. I don't think anyone's brought up. And I don't know a lot of information about it, but I think something that a lot of people don't realize Winchester has, I think it's called the Winchester Speedway, the little racetrack. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Yes. Every now and then I'll hear a noise. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. Exactly. I, right. Yeah. I was... I went once as a kid, and uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law went, and they watched it and thought it was awesome. And they made they made a thing out of it, like last summer, where they I think it was last summer. Yeah. So um, that is definitely hidden. Yeah, that might be something that's not talked about enough. But go check ma- it out. Yeah, it might be fun for a lot of people. Maybe take the kids or something and watch the cars it. race. Yep, love for it. Sure? Well, thank you guys so much for being here. One last
0: little segment, which we typically do for Iconic Talk, is the idea of what is um, the order the upcoming events and so in winchester and frederick county i know there's tons going on the one that i wanted to highlight i'll still come back to and it was a few weeks ago we had liz albert on our episode um, talking about ssmt the shenandoah summer music theater um, they're currently in their second show right now bridges of madison county i think i'm gonna be going mm, tonight i think i'll be heading out there and then cinderella is coming up um, oh. over the next couple weeks after that so that's That is one to look out for. I know tickets are still available, um, and they're doing a great job with that production. So, um, Zoe, I know you've got a couple thoughts that you had for two or three things coming up here in the area.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So, first off, we have the Classic Rock Experience, um, which is taking place at the Brightbox Theater on Saturday, July 23rd from 8 to 11. So, that's here in a couple days. Yep. And I know, you know, everybody loves rock music, just jamming out. Nice. So, I definitely thought I would bring that up. Yep. And then also on the 23rd, um, but this is during the day, we have the Antique Car and Truck Show at the Winchester Moose Lodge. The um,
0: Moose Lodge. Yeah. They do some stuff there. It's a hidden gym too. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah all the time i see older cars you know just around here so i bet whenever they have an event like this there's probably gonna yep. be a ton of antique uh-huh. cars nice. super interesting nice and then one last thing on Sun doing an adult workshop uh which is called creative approaches to origami so hmm. you would get to you know sort of let yourself get creative find a creative outlet and even you know bring bring the kids to. i
0: love it see there you go there's something for you mike there yeah. you go. go to the museum <laughs> sweet well Guys, once again, thanks so much for being our host and our guests all at the same time today. Great conversations, great ideas. The relational marketing idea um, is definitely one to to stick with. So um, we hope you've learned something. All the audience members out there, keep us posted on what you're up to, and we'll share it. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And if um, you just take a moment, we'd love to have you spend some of your time to just give us a rating and review. Find us in all the different platforms out there um, and share with a friend. So if you like us, let us know and let others know. So until next time, you, Titanic.